attention. Praise God. I met Pastor Ebenezer because he works in Pastor Ray's church, Harvest Church, which is right down here behind uh, the Presbyterian Church. They are our brother and sister in faith and in location. He went to one of the best seminaries in America, Trinity, where right now Paula and Marcio go. Marcio is a Brazilian brother, captain of the soccer team there, Pentecostal brother. What it shows us is that wherever uh, the gospel is being preached, also the full gospel is being preached, baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. And this brother went to Trinity, a Baptist school, but they didn't take away his fire. So maybe he's a Baptocostal now in Jesus' name. I won't belabor it any longer, brother. Go as long as you need because we took some of your time. So maybe go to 3540 after. Hate to put a time limit on the man of God. But would you all just stand back up and give the Lord a hand clap as Pastor Ebenezer comes. Come on, Bishop. Preach it. Woo! There's your seat. Okay, thank you. Let me take your seat. Hallelujah. Can you turn me up a little bit? Yeah. Uh, by the way, my name is Ebenezer. My last name is Day. I'm from the Latin word Deo. Um, I, I did not uh, know what it means until I came to the stage and I went to Bible school. One of my professors said, I cannot call you Day because Day means God. But I'm a chip, a fragment of the rock, like Peter. Amen. Um, actually, I'm from Ghana, from West Africa. Yeah, not Guyana. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, when I talked to him and, and, and the man of God invited me, one of the things that really hit me, even in our church that I'm talking about, is end time fire. Um, God is raising up a generation who will go all out for him. Because I believe God had placed some anointing on some people, um, which for some reason could not go through what God has commissioned them to do. But before I proceed, uh, I would like to thank you, preacher. Um, uh, one of the things I know, this is my 14th year of doing God's work, is before you let somebody stand behind your pulpit, it takes trust. Because whatever I say here, he can take it back. So one, it takes trust. It takes God really connecting the person to you for them to really believe in you to give them give you the pulpit because whatever you say you can't take it back so i i really honor that uh that god is doing this i know this is going to open doors for greater things uh in the future amen uh with your eye closed just in a few minutes spirit of god father in the name of jesus i pray that in the next few minutes that you will possess me you will possess me that the spirit of god will possess me possess my mouth, possess my voice, possess my ears. Let my spiritual antenna be so sensitive that I'll be able to discern and know what you're doing in the realms of the spirit, even right now, in the name of Jesus. I pray that yokes will be broken, yokes will be broken, yokes will be broken. Now, devil, take your hands off God's people. It's preaching time. It's a prophetic time. God is about to be glorified. Have your way, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, whilst I was preparing uh, for the last few days just for this meeting, 
uh, all my sermons were scrambled by God because he wanted me to communicate this to you this morning. Amen. I want to talk to you about the fire of God. John the Baptist says something when, when he saw Jesus. Before that, the Bible says that people were flocking to go and hear him speak because of the anointing and the power that was on him. He operated in the spirit of Elijah. That even the people in his time thought he was the Elijah. So they sent some Pharisees and Sadducees to come and ask him if he is the Messiah. And this is what he said. He said, I am just a voice crying in the wilderness, making the ways of God so straight that when he comes, he won't have any problems. But you guys should repent. And then whilst they kept asking him and the conversation kept going on, he said, there is somebody among you that you do not know who comes after me but preferred before me. Whose shoes I'm not worthy to untie. But this is the statement that he made that has changed my theology. He says, I baptize with water. But he that cometh after me but preferred before me will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. He made two distinctions. He said, with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now my mind is arrested. Is there a difference between the Holy Ghost and fire? John said he will not just baptize you with the Holy Spirit, but he will move on to another level by baptizing you with fire. So is there a difference between the Holy Spirit and the, and, 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 and the, and the fire of God? I will prove to you in a minute. When Jesus, can I just go like that? Sometimes I go like that, I just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was about to leave his disciples, it was an emotional time. Because they thought that he was going to redeem them from the regime of the Romans. They thought that he was going to be with them forever. But along the way, he would tell them, very soon I'll be crucified. Very soon I'll go be with the Father. I'm going to a place that you cannot go right now. But along the lines, he did some things for them. The first thing he did was, the Bible said he called the 70. That time he hadn't chosen the 12. And he grouped them two by two. And he laid hands on them. And he imparted power unto them. And they went to every village to preach the gospel. They came back with testimonies that demons were crying out. People were getting healed. What kind of power was it? That Jesus, at the end of his ministry, after his resurrection, had to tell them again, wait for my spirit. When he was with them, there was a time, the Bible even says, in, that when he was talking to them, in the final hours, when he was about to leave them, he breathed on them and they received the Spirit of God. Yet, he told them, wait for another kind of fire. When you get saved, right when you get saved and you start crying and, and you feel the conviction and, and you go through the sinner's prayer, the first thing that the Holy Spirit does is he comes to regenerate you. That is the first baptism. He comes to convict you. He comes to give you strength over your weakness. He comes to, 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 to help you let go of, of, of some of the addictions that you're struggling with. That is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But after that, he knows that you are about to fulfill the mission for which you were created. And you need another level of power. You need to walk in another dimension of power. And that power only comes through the fire. When I was a little boy in Africa, 
I've been in the state since 2003. We had a farm. And Pastor Joe, sometimes I'll go to the farm with my dad. And on, on our way to the farm, he would talk to me about a lot of things. And he would show me a lot of things because I'm the kind of person that asks a lot of questions. But there was this tree. It has one stem. But when it comes up to, let's say, three, three foot, it branches off into two branches. But it has the same stem. The irony about this is when you cut those two trees and you burn them, even though they all have one mother base, they burn differently. I remember my dad telling me, he says, son, if you cut this tree, even though they all have, have the same stem and, and they have two branches like that, if you cut those two branches and you burn them, one burns faster, but one, it would take days to to." To finish burning. But one is highly inflammable. You just set it on fire. It goes like that. But one it will take days. And it burns so slow. And even in the darkest hour of the day. When you look at it. You see the glow in it. As a little boy. That thing resonated with me. So when I started doing gas, gas work. I knew that there are levels of anointing. And levels of power. That I can afford. To be the kind of tree that burns and then it's gone. I have to be able to go through the storms of life still possessing the fire of God. Jeremiah says something. said, even though I decide not to speak the word, the word burns in me like fire. You have to get to a level where you, become, you begin to feel uncomfortable when you see things happen in your nation or around, uh, around your community or in your church. When the church is not growing or people are just, have, just having a, a lukewarm attitude towards the word of There has to be a deeper inner passion to want to go on your knees and intercede and see the revival of God. That kind of passion is not just the Holy Spirit. Because all of us, because we are saved and eternally booked and confirmed, we have the Holy Ghost. But there is another level that God is pushing us. That is why he told the apostle, I know all of you are saved. All of you are baptized through John's baptism. But wait for me because the assignment that I have for you, it will only take clothing tongues of fire for you to do it. Because the world that we're living today, they find, they're finding all kinds of things against our faith, the Christian faith. Look at what is happening in Islam. Look at what is happening. I have very good friends who are Muslims and now Christians. And sometimes when I talk to them, they say, they say to me, Pastor Ebenezer, I, 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 I'm so happy that I'm saved, but Christians are not serious. He said, when I was a little boy, they embedded the Quran in me. I recited like I say a poem. They wanted, to, they, they wanted to be part of me. So if you go to the Arab world, their life is their religion. But when we get saved and when we know the real truth, we have such a lukewarm attitude towards the fire of God. 
And any time he will say that something in me will become restless. Because I know where God took me. And I know the things he has said concerning my life. And I know where he's taking me. And the only way I can be effective, my brothers and sisters, is to carry the unction of God. Not the one that comes by salvation. But the other one that comes when you begin to fast and pray. When you begin to walk in purity. When you begin to walk in holiness. When you turn your back against the, the evil of this land. That is when you begin to walk in another unprecedented power. Because the generation that we are living in now, they know the word. They've heard this, all these televangelists. They, they've heard all kinds of things. Happen. They want to see the manifest presence of God. A few days ago, I think two months ago, I was on a 21-day fast. And I'm saying this to make a point. I'm not saying it to, 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 to tell you that I can do this. But God said, I have been praying for some things to happen in our church. And in, in my life, because God has begun to open doors globally uh, for me to travel and do ministry. And I said, God, I want to go to a place where when I leave, they will know that a man of God has been there. The, the, the people, when they saw the disciples, by the way that they, they moved, spoke, and, and, and performed miracles, they knew that they had been with Jesus. Because you cannot be with Jesus and see your life the same way. That is what Jeremiah said. He said, even though I'm locked up in a dungeon, even though they, they, want, they don't want me to speak, even though the, the, the society is against me, the whole land of Judah is against me, I still cannot keep the word of God in me because it is burning in my bones. The word of God is the fire of God, my brothers and sisters. When I see people like that, I am so happy because God called me at a very young age and I'm still young and I know what God can do when you sell out to him. In these end times, he's raising up people who have no, I was so to speak, who, who have no uh, recognition, so to speak. And he's using them and he's taking them places because they are, they, they are on fire for God. He said, wait for the fire. Even though they've seen power, even though God had laid hands on them at one point, he said, there is another kind of fire that the only way you can receive it is you have to wait. The Bible said, they that wait on the Lord will be like the eagle. Now, the prophet Isaiah did not parallel those that wait on God to a lion. He did not do it like an angel, but he said they will be like an eagle. So the next question is, who is an eagle? That he says, if you want to walk in power and in, in the fire of God, God is going to elevate you like an eagle. This is the little that I know about an eagle. An eagle has two, they call, they call it two eyelids. One is telescopic and one is microscopic. Every prophet who works in the office of a prophet possess those two eyes. A woman of God preacher came into our church. He is from, she is from uh, uh, Nigeria. And she had applied for her citizenship for almost five years now. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And any time she would call the immigration, they said, we are working on it. First time that I saw the woman, 
The woman came and he said, Pastor, this is my situation. To be very honest, when I laid my hands, the Lord opened my eyes. But I saw it in far away. I saw a document, but it was far away. So I said, let's keep praying. The Lord is going to do a miracle. In like six weeks time, I prayed with her and I saw the paper very close. So I said to him, in three to four months, God is going to perform a miracle. Less than four weeks, she received it. What am, I make, what am I saying? When you walk in that office, God gives you these two kinds of eyes. That the only bird that has it is the eagle. An eagle can soar thousands of miles in the sky, but still can see its prey and zoom and calculate the speed and then dive. He said, they that wait on the clothing tongues of fire will be like the eagle. They will carry the unction to see when to speak and when not to speak. To see when to lay hands and when not to lay hands. To see when to cast that devil out and when not to. To see when to tell the truth and when not to, kill, when not to say anything. The other thing that they go through is, in the life of an eagle, they go through a time where their feathers are plucked off. This is what happens. When they grow to a certain age, their feathers start getting weak. And their strength is in their wings. So when they see that their feathers are getting weak, they will fly to the highest mountain. And stay there. And they go through that process for weeks and months. Where they only gaze at the direction of the sun. And from the beak all the way to the claws becomes bald. Every hair or, or feather is plucked off. Whilst they are gazing at the sun. They don't turn to the left. They don't turn to the right. Kabosa. <laughs> and, and, and as they gaze at the sun, the only time that they take their eyes off the sun and look this way or that way, it's when there is food available. Now, this is what happens. The other eagles who have been through this metamorphosis, the other eagles who have been through this process, once in a while will catch a meat or a prey and fly to these mountains and drop them on purpose. This is what you are thinking, that if another eagle should go through this process, they will have something to eat. Imagine... If birds in the sky have this comprehension, but us as believers, when we see people going through a time of waiting, a time of pain, and sin, instead of us encouraging them, we kill them. So the only time this eagle will turn to the left and turn to the right is when there is food available. And, and another eagle dropping that on purpose. They will go through it and then regain their strength again. And when they regain their strength again, by scientific research, their strength is even as powerful as the ones that they came out from their mother's womb or whatever it is with. Their eyes become so sharp than it used to be. And when they move from the mountain, they soar above the storm and the wind that comes against them. 
Jesus said, I know you have been baptized with the Holy Spirit at the day that you got saved. But if you want to do more for me, you have to catch on fire. Because the only way this generation that we are facing or we are going through will know that Jesus is for real is when you and I are on fire. But waiting precedes the fire. It is not something that you can get on a silver platter. Jesus laid the model for us. The Bible says, any time that they will go to bed, Jesus will wake up in the middle of the night and spend all night praying. In fact, the Bible let me know that he is God. He doesn't need to pray. But he was living an exemplary life. That if I'm not there, you will have to fast and pray. That is why out of exasperation, the disciples said, then teach us how to pray. Because whenever we get up and start doing ministry, you don't pray. All you do is cast out devils. All you do is tell parables. All you do is minister to people. But in the evening when we are tired and sleeping, you will go out to the mountains and spend all night waiting on God. But what they didn't know is the scriptures said, little sleep and little slumber and poverty will come upon you like a bandit. My brothers and sisters, if you're going to embrace the call, you have to desire to be on fire. You have to, sometimes preacher, just take them with you and travel around the world. You will see little bitty people crying out to God for fire. A friend of mine called me the other day who lives close to my hometown in Ghana. He said, Pastor Ebenezer, We have to pray. We have to do something. There is a Muslim school over there and 24-7, Monday to Monday, they teach them the Quran. He said a group of imams came from Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia, and gave the teachers and the grown-up students motorcycles for free. But this is the condition. That once a week... You will stock the motorcycle with Korans and drive around the neighborhood and throw them in front of people's houses like they do with the newspaper. And their vision is to evangelize that part of town by the end of the year. Hmm. He said every morning that I wake up once a week, there is a Quran Bible in front of, um, he is a pastor, my door. What are we doing? The only thing that will move you and I over the edge to want to do more for God is the fire of God. Because when the fire comes upon you, you will begin to have sleepless nights. You will begin to have a different kind of passion you've never had before. You will begin to intercede for your leaders. You will begin to say, Lord, here I am. Use me, O God. Send me wherever you want me to. And I will go. Why? Because the fire is burning inside of you. Who will ever thought that the Peter who denied his Savior will rise up and begin to speak right from the book of Genesis up until the resurrection? Who has no formal education that that very same day 5,000 men, not counting women and children, stood up and said, we want to follow Jesus. It is the fire. I want to leave you with this this morning. That taking on the cross is not a joke. 
There are people who are dying in the Middle East just for what you and I believe in. But they are not bowing down to any other religion but Jesus. But sometimes we get engrossed with our technology here. We get engrossed with uh, moving in and out and being so easy. You can talk about Jesus, with a, but travel just a few thousand miles away from the United States and just mention in the name of Jesus, somebody will strangle you to death. So imagine if you only operate in the level of the Holy Ghost and not in fire. Fine, the Holy Spirit will regenerate you. It will quicken your mortal body. But my brother, you need the fire. You need the fire. You need the fire. God wants to renew your strength like the eagle. Waiting precedes the fire. Are you ready to catch on fire today? Are you ready to want to say, Lord, take me deeper. Take me deeper. This very thing that I'm going through, this is not. You know, sometimes you can only tell, you know, you know yourself more than anybody. You can only tell whether you're really going after God or not. There have been many times that as a pastor, I will stand in front of the congregation, watch, go through worship, and know that I've not given my very best. That all I'm doing is just going through the motions. But when I decide to go all out, I see things happen in my life. I was talking to a woman of God two weeks ago. She said, Pastor Ebenezer, there is an annual crusade on the northern part of India for young people. And the whole group has been praying for a speaker for this coming year. And for some reason, any time I pray, I see your face. Will you be willing to go and speak for that seven days every night where hundreds and thousands of young people come and just wail before God? I said, let me tell you what the Lord spoke to me seven days ago. And I was sharing it in our church and she was not there at that time. I said, any time I go on my knees, I see crusade. I know there is one coming up that I'm going in March in Kampala, Uganda. But I see something even far greater. Why? Because every day of my life, I'm asking for more fire. God will not give it to you so that you can feel comfortable. He gives it to you so that you can be a conduit of blessing. Let's rise up. I feel like we have to enter into it. Can somebody play the keyboard? Kababu Shiana. Leve sidivi kava. Mabros kaba leve lavu sidivi andaya. Spirit of God, Spirit of God. Spirit of God, Spirit of God, begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Kava levo sidivi kava. Levre sedevi kava levo kamar adonai. Lamrando sudevi andalababe. Sikevi lava. Spirit of God, have your way. Spirit of God, have your way. Spirit of God, have your way. Kapa. Lebre 
Spirit of God, Spirit of God, come in your power, come in your power. That's on the Baptist son. I baptize you with water, but there is somebody coming after me who is preferred before me, who is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Father, we are standing before you asking you for fire. Release your 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 fire. We are desperate for more of you. We are desperate for more of you. We are desperate for more of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. We want to catch on fire. We want to be a church on fire. We want to be a church on fire. Hey, We want to be a church on fire. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Spirit of the living God. Have your way. Ma, ma, ma. Yeah, We want to be a church on fire. We want to be a church on fire. Open the heavens. Open the heavens, open the heavens, open the heavens, send forth rain, send forth rain, let rain come down, let rain come down, let there be an open heaven, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, yes Lord, press in, press in, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper, you need the fire, you need the fire, in the name of Jesus, my God, my God, my God, God, somebody's pressing in right now. Somebody's going in right now. Somebody's pressing in right now. Yes, 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 yes. Don't let anything hold you back. God is counting on you to bring revival, to bring revival in your generation, in your time. We need a change. Yes, he takes the fire. He takes the fire. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 We want to be a church on fire. We want to be a church on fire. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Present her. Lord, Lord, set somebody on fire today. Set them on fire. Set them on fire. Set them on fire. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. 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 Release. 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 In the name of Jesus. 
I hear the Spirit of God say that I'm going to release the Spirit of Elijah upon somebody. Somebody reach out. God is going to release the Spirit of Elijah. The power of Elijah. Yes, yes, your life will never be the same anymore. The Spirit of Elijah is coming upon you. It 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 is coming upon you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It is coming upon you. It is coming upon you. Yes. 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 The spirit of Elijah. The spirit of Elijah. The chariots of Israel. It is coming upon you. In the name of Jesus. 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 Lord, let there be an open heaven. Wherever we will go, open the heavens on us, O God. Let us grant access. Give us access into the throne room of God. Spirit of God. Spirit of God. We want to be effective. 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 In the area that you have called us in. Fresh oil is coming upon somebody. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Your life will never be the same again. 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 Fresh oil, Lord. Fresh oil, Lord. Set us on fire. 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 There are four things that is going to start happening to you. Doors are beginning to, are going to open up for you. When you talk about doors, you're talking about the heart of people. You are about to reach the hearts of people like you've never done in your life. Whenever you speak, people will have a listening ear. The Lord is going to open up gates for you. Strongholds are going to be broken. God is going to deck you with wisdom that you've never seen before. God is going to open windows over this church. Sometimes when we talk about windows, we think it's financial blessing. It goes deeper than financial blessing. When you are in your home and you want to look outside, you don't look through the main door. You open the window. Window stands for vision. This church is about to operate in another level of vision that you've never seen before. Finally, God is going to open the portals of heaven over this church. Let me tell you what happens when the portals of heaven is open. It is when one day you will be with a hundred people and the next minute you are teaching to a thousand people. That is the level that the apostle Philip was walking into. 
One day he was a Samaria, the next day he was in Galilee, just being transported in the spirit. Doors are going to be open, gates are going to be open, windows are going to open, and portals are going to open. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the life of this ministry will never be the same anymore. Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Woman of God, do you know this song? Prepare the way. Prepare the way of the Lord. That's okay. God is going to use us to prepare the way for the second coming of our dear Lord and Savior. Spirit of God, have your way. Have your way. Hold hands to the person standing next to you. The Bible says something. It says the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. I want to respect time. Hold hands to the person standing next to you. You are holding on to a miracle. If they can only tell you their story, you will know that they've been through a lot and they've survived. You are holding on to a miracle. Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree by the power of your spirit that you will set this group of people on fire in the name of Jesus. Candle a different kind of fire in their hearts today. Let the fire get into their mind. Let it get it into their hearts. Let it get into their bones. That they will say, even when I decide not to do the will of God, the will of God is burning in me like fire. Let clothing tongues of fire come upon them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Fire that will take them from obscurity to notoriety. Fire that will take them from the back burner to the limelight. Fire that will bring out the gift of God in them. Now begin to thank the Lord. Begin to thank Him. Begin to thank Him. Begin to thank Him. We worship you, Lord. Yes, Lord. We prepare. Yeah. We prepare. Spirit of God, have your way. Of worship and worship and worship Let everything that is within you exalt his holy name right now. Yes, he's giving us spiritual gifts right now. We prepare. Yes. Yes, Lord. We prepare. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, have your way. We prepare the way. Yes, let your revival. We need church like never before. We need a revival in our nation. We need a revival in our homes. We need a revival in our lives. As we prepare the way. Let your revival reign. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hey, Spirit of God, Spirit of God. Have your way, have your way. Oh, have your way. Oh, have your way. 
life. Set us on fire, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, we bless you today. We bless you today, Father God. Thank you for this awesome word in our hearts today. Can we bless the Lord today? Hallelujah. Father, we ask that you would be with us today and the rest of our classes, oh God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, that we would never, oh God, forget what this word is to us. It's a new season, God. It's an outpouring of your spirit, God. Hallelujah. Just take a few moments before we dismiss to soak it in what God has done through the man of God, the word of God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Receive it today. We will not take it lightly. We will not forget it. Tomorrow we receive it. We put it down deep in our foundations. In the name of Jesus. If you receive it, say, I receive it. Come on, bless the Lord and shout hallelujah.